Thanks for tuning in to Babe Let's Talk with Maya and Ian Gardner. Being parents of six children and married for over 18 years, our hope is to give a refreshing perspective on hot topics and trending questions within relationships. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. The discussion should be more about who is more financially responsible, not like in you need to take care of this, but who can handle money better. Because typically there's, it's one person more than the other. Not that it can't be both, but a lot of times it's more one than the other. So I think that should be the discussion really, regardless of who brings in more. I think your money should virtually come into one pot and expenses come out first. If you have a home, you have a car, you have insurance, you have, you know, daycare expenses or tuition expenses and things like that. The things that you can't get away from, the things that you have to pay to operate on a daily basis, those things need to come out first. So you make your $500, I make my $200. So we've got $700 a week. That $700 virtually goes into a pot. And the one that is more financially responsible or the one that can make better decisions when it comes to handling money and is more aware of the bills and things like that when they're due, things like that. I think after the expenses come out, that person handles the expenses. That person says, okay, look, this is what's due. This is what's coming up. And this is what we need to pay. This is how much needs to come out. And you agree on that amount. And then what's left, then you can say, okay, let's put this much in savings. Let's put this much in your account. Let's put this in my account. I might be one that spends more. So let's say our expenses, we've got $700 coming in. Let's say our expenses are $450 or $400. So $400 comes out. That's $300 left. We put $100 into savings and there's $200 left over. We can either split that 50-50 and say, okay, here, 100 for you, 100 for me. We both take care of keeping gas in our car, things like that, whatever. Or you could say, you know what, Maya, I know that you are going to, you're going to be the one that goes and buys dinner or, you know, gets groceries or you're going to be the one that uses your car more often because all I do is go to work and come back home. Like you're going to need a little more gas money, like things like that. I think there has to be a discussion, but I think really more than who makes the most, it should be who's most responsible with money. And that's something you just have to be honest about with each other. Like it's like you said, it's not a competition. It's not, oh, well, I, I feel like I handle money, money better or you don't know what to buy. Like it shouldn't be an argument. It should be a real discussion about, okay, who has a history of making sure that things get done that are necessary and then going from there. Sometimes that can be hard to implement because of our egos. Looking back, I can see that I was pretty terrible with money when we first got married. In marriage, our mistakes become magnified. And because they're magnified when when we're making them, like either our partner is telling us the truth, they might say, man, you're messing up with this money, but you just don't want to hear it. it. You're in a place where you know you need to change or you know you need to grow, but how can I grow if I'm constantly being judged? For me to trust you to handle the finances, I feel like that person should also be willing to help that person learn how to become financially responsible. If it's just like, okay, I'm just going to give her my money and then I don't have to worry about it. I haven't learned anything. And if something happens to you, I'm back to where I started. When I got married to you, it was I was able to see the things that I didn't know 
and you were willing to help me learn how to do it. And you encouraged me even if I didn't do it perfectly. And I think financially, if I'm making more money and you're just nagging at me saying, you're not using your money right, then I'm going to be like, well, I'm making all the money though. So whatever I want to do with this money, I worked hard for it. Let me do what I want to do with the money. That conflict could cause people to separate their finances and that's why I go back to the competition. I feel like a lot of times in marriage, we make everything about what you're bringing to the table instead of what we are bringing to the table. And like you said, too, I, I think it really starts with trust in the relationship, because for me to work and bring home a paycheck and say, OK, we're going to put it all into one pot. I'll have to trust you. I have to trust that, okay, I'm giving my entire check, putting it into this one bank account or however we want to do it. I have to trust you're not going to take it and run with it. I'll be like, oh man, I just saw a video game that I really want, or I saw some shoes that I want. You know what I mean? Like we both have to have trust that the money's going to go where we say it's going to go. And whoever is responsible for the bills is going to pay the bills. And whoever is going to put gas in the car is going to put gas in the car. It starts with trust. Um, you know, that spills over into way more than just financial. That's a pillar in your relationship. And if you don't have that, then, you know, finances are going to be the least of your worries. So because if you don't trust each other, you also don't have confidence in each other. It helps you to know the importance of moving in the relationship as one, but it also pushes you to a stronger unit to work as one. That way, big decisions, little decisions, no matter what it is, you move as one unit. And no matter which way you go, no matter what you do, you're not by yourself, but you're also not just affecting yourself. So if we are moving as one, then every decision that I make, I'm going to be considerate of you, whether or not I ask you or not, whether or not I bring something to you or not. If I say, you know, I want to take the whole family out to Red Lobster, I'm automatically going to consider you. Now it's, is this a good decision for us as a family, even without talking to you about it? Because we're so used to moving together as one unit in our finances that I don't even have to talk to you sometimes. Sometimes I'll be like, okay, you know what? Let me hold that money for something else because this is not going to be a wise decision for us right now. And I will say, if I'm playing on a basketball team, I might know that someone's the star player and I'm just a role player. But if the star player makes me feel like a role player, I won't be as good of a teammate because I know that this person doesn't value me. But when a star player is able to make this teammate feel like they're on the same level, even though he might have more skill, more ability, but the star player can't do it on his own. So when he realizes that the only way he's going to win is if that role player is their best version of themselves. If someone's the breadwinner and they make everyone know that they're the breadwinner, that they're the provider, and that that's the most important part of a marriage, then that other person is not going to feel the value and might not feel committed as much as they would be if that person that is the breadwinner or the provider actually realizes that they're stronger together, then that marriage is going to grow because now you're considering the other person. Even if I know more about finances, doesn't mean that that other person that doesn't know as much, their opinion is less. And I mean, we also have to remember that this is our experience. 
you know, we obviously didn't come from a lot of money. There are other couples out there who may have a completely different experience, meaning money is not an issue. They don't have to consider my husband or my wife because we both make plenty of money. Like it's no big deal. I just, these are the bills I pay and those are the bills he pays or those are the bills she pays. But even in that, you want to still operate as one, regardless of your financial background, regardless of how much you're making. I believe that as a couple, as a married couple, you should be operating as one unit. You shouldn't be operating in secrecy. If we both make plenty of money, I could pay all the bills if I wanted to. You could pay all the bills if you wanted to. Like even coming from that um, point of view, still being aware of what's going on and still making an effort as a couple to save, to, you know, put money away for vacation, to put money away for retirement, or if you have children, put money away for college or whatever it is, still operating as a unit. You may have completely separate bank accounts and you may say, well, you know what? I'm going to take care of these bills. A lot of couples um, pay their own car notes. You know, this is the car I want. I'm, I can afford to pay it, so I'm going to buy it. Like a lot of couples operate independently like that, but still operating, like I said, operating as a unit, being aware of what each other's expenses are, being aware of what each other is bringing in, what's going out and having something financially that you do together. Like I said, whether it's you both putting money into a savings account, well, if you both make plenty of money, let's both put a hundred dollars a week into a savings account. You know what I mean? Ultimately, I believe the main thing is to um, be on one accord. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that it's always a learning process. I feel that it's important for a husband and wife to empower one another. And like you said, you don't have to have your money together, but mentally you're still together. When I make a decision to go to Walmart or Target and I buy something, I'm not buying it individually. We're together. We're a team. If you're married, we made the decision. You might have chose to not think of me or consider me, but we still made that decision. Because you never know how or if your finances may change. They may greatly increase or they may greatly decrease. You've got all these people who are working for the federal government right now who aren't making a paycheck. Like, how do you go from you both bringing, I saw one couple on The Real, they helped a couple who both worked for the federal government. They have children and they're both not bringing in any income right now. How do you go from both bringing in money to both not bringing in money? If you are not operating as one, regardless of who pays what and who brings in what, if you're not operating as one, a drastic change like that can have a huge impact on your marriage. And because you both have different views on how money should be spent and when it should be spent and what should be put away and this and that because you already operate totally different when something that big impacts your family as a whole how do you go from there so we started off this discussion talking about who should be financially responsible in a marriage me and ultimately what we learned today was pretty much you both should have an input, making sure that the person who is more knowledgeable in making wise decisions with finances should definitely spearhead things. But eventually you want to come to the point where you operate as one unit. Definitely communicating is key when it comes to finances in a relationship. 
You're right. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for listening to Babe Let's Talk. We enjoyed having you today. If you'd like to um, hear more from us, please make sure you click that subscribe button and visit us on babeletstalk.com for more information about our future podcast and events. Thank you. All right. See you. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Babe Let's Talk podcast. If you enjoyed our conversation, don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star rating on iTunes. Visit babeletstalk.com to learn more about our podcast or to submit a question or a topic for future podcasts. Thanks again for tuning in.